Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. Now, if you're joining us after listening to the NFC North season-long predictions, thank you for coming back. If this is the first episode you're listening to because you're a fan of the NFC East, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And we're going to get right into it. Starting off with the team that I have winning the NFC East, the number one seed, which is going to make, I'm sure, a couple fan bases upset. But it is the Washington football team. Now, the Washington football team I have starting the season off week one versus the Los Angeles Chargers winning against the Chargers. I do believe that the Chargers are going to be a very good team this year. The whole thing I have with Washington is they have Ryan Fitzmagic. A little Fitzmagic in the beginning of the season paired with the fact that they have definitely one of the top three best defense. I think that their defense was better than the Rams last year. Overall, this Washington football team looks to be a potentially very dangerous team this year and definitely a nuisance for teams in the NFC who will need just keep or wins here and there. So with week one, Washington beats the Los Angeles Chargers. Week two versus the New York Giants, I have them being the Giants who I, I believe that the Giants will be a pretty solid team themselves. The whole issue I have with the Giants is we don't know if Daniel Jones is really the future at quarterback for the team. He has weapons this year, so if he performs well week one, don't be shocked to see me pick the Giants week two, potentially. But this this team looks to be... The, the Washington football team looks to be a very scary team in the NFC this year. Uh riding on the back of the defense, and I think that'll be a little bit too much for Daniel Jones. Week three at the Buffalo Bills, this is going to be a very good game. A very good game. And while I believe in Washington's defense, I believe in Josh Allen more. And the Bills are, of course, in the Super Bowl window. But I would not be shocked if uh, Washington was able to win maybe off of a little Fitz Magic, who would be playing against a former team of his. With that being said, I do have Washington losing the Week 3 matchup against the Bills. Week 4 at the Atlanta Falcons, I have Washington beating the Falcons pretty handily, mainly because... Falcons' best, or their strength, is off. This is going to be a good game, but at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked if it comes down to the Falcons losing because of a couple turnovers. The Falcons' strength is, of course, their offense. The Washington's strength is, of course, their defense. And I think that Washington's offense is just a little bit better than the Falcons' defense, and that's why I have Washington winning against the Falcons in Atlanta. Now, now week five against the New Orleans Saints. This is a game that will definitely be 
a close game. This will definitely depend on how well Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill are performing. Whoever ends up being the starter at that point, I think it will still be Jameis Winston. Mainly because Sean Payton wants to use Taysom Hill. And he also wants to use Jameis Winston. But he can have them both on the field if Jameis Winston's the starting quarterback. So... I would not be shocked if the New Orleans Saints upset the Washington football team, but at this time, I think that the uh, Washington football team will end up beating the New Orleans Saints. Week 6 versus the Kansas City Chiefs. There is not enough Fitz magic in the world that will convince me that Washington will beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that Patrick Mahomes, even... Though they played, the Chiefs got destroyed in the Super Bowl. Mahomes did everything he could to win. And I think in situations like that, with like great defenses, I think Patrick Mahomes steps up very well to the competition and plays his heart out. And I think it will just, if the Chiefs have even half of what their offensive line was from last year, uh, I think that they will end up winning against the Washington football team. Week 7 at Green Bay. I'm going to give them back-to-back losses because they are going to lose to the Packers. I think that Aaron Rodgers is too good at dissecting defenses and will be able to uh, definitely out-battle Ryan Fitzpatrick. The whole issue that I could see for the Packers in this situation is really if the if Washington gets up two touchdowns because the offense is lacking in the beginning, will the Packers be able to bounce back? But as of right now, I have the Packers beating Washington in the Week 7 matchup. Week 8 versus the Denver Broncos in Denver. I have the Washington football team beating the Denver Broncos in large part, as you're going to hear so much with Washington, as you've already heard so much. That defense is mean, it is nasty, and I don't care if it's Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, both quarterbacks do not fare well against that team, and I would not be shocked to see a couple turnovers in this game that lead to Washington winning the game. Then week nine is their bye week, which means heading into their bye week, the Washington football team will be five and three, which definitely is a good start for any team in the NFC East at when looking at the past in 2020 with how poorly they, the entire division had performed. So Washington starts off five and three, and then out of their bye week, week 10, they have to face possibly the hardest team in the NFL, the most difficult team on their entire schedule, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions. Now, they played very well against the Buccaneers in the playoffs this past year. Tyler Heineke played his heart out. I don't think he'll be playing in this game, and for that reason, I do not have Washington winning adding to that 
Tampa's just gotten better on offense, has just gotten better on the defense, more years of experience and new weapons for the Buccaneers make them a much scarier team this time around. Week 11 against the Carolina Panthers at Carolina. I have them winning in Carolina, although this will be a close game. Sam Darnold, I, I've i said it before, I believe in him, but at the same time, I need to see him play and perform with pa- the Panthers a couple times before I say that the Panthers are going to be anything special this year. That's why I am saying it's going to be a close game is because I do believe that Sam Darnold will be a potential franchise quarterback for the Panthers, but I, like I said, need to wait until I see it first. Then week 12, the Washington uh, football team face the Seattle Seahawks, and I have the Washington football team beating the Seahawks. Again, defense, defense, defense with Washington versus a Seattle Seahawks team that, outside of Dwayne Brown, has nothing special on the offensive line. And I, I can really see that this Washington football team could be like the, I think it was the 2015 Denver Broncos. Is that the year that they won the Super Bowl? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Uh, in large part due to the fact that they are going to have a quarterback who is not at the top, not not like a top-of-the-line quarterback. Peyton Manning, 2015, was not a good quarterback by any means. He had the history of being a good quarterback, but he threw more interceptions than touchdowns that year. And I think, though, that that defense will be able to carry this team through long wins, including against the Seahawks. So... Week 12, win for Washington. Week 13, at the Las Vegas Raiders. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. I don't believe in Mike Mayock drafted teams. I don't believe in John Gruden. Washington wins this game based on the defense. Even though John Gruden's teams do play up to the level of competition, it's hard to match the competition of that defense and the amount of skill and waves and waves of just strength that they're going to be bringing at uh, Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr. So, week 13 is another win, win, <clears throat> win for uh, the Washington football team. Week 14 against the Dallas Cowboys. I have them losing to the Dallas Cowboys in large part. I think it's going to be a very close game, but I think Dak Prescott will be 100% healthy by this time and will be ready to really start trying to tear up the NFL with all those wide receivers he has. Uh... That being said, I don't think it's going to be a barn burner. I think it's going to be a very close game. Dallas always plays their rivals very tough, but always comes down to with and a touchdown for the most part. So within that game, I do have Dallas winning.
week 15 at the Eagles. I have the the Washington football team losing this game actually as well. And large part due to the fact that eventually Fitzmagic's going to wear down. It happens every season. And some people might say, oh, it didn't happen last year with the Dolphins. Well, it's because he did wear down. Tua stepped in. And then Tua didn't know the full playbook. And then Fitzmagic came back in and performed well. So he kind of got a revamping of a little rest. I don't think he'll be able to do that this season. And because of that, I do think that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles will be able to win the Week 15 matchup in Philly. Adding to that, Philly's a very hard place to play. Fans are very rowdy and passionate about their team. Winning, losing, doesn't matter. They are very passionate, and that's another reason why I have the Eagles winning that game. Week 16 in Dallas, I think Washington ends up winning this game only because by that time they will have a little bit more film on the team and they will have experience playing them. They'll know what they like doing a little bit better and I think they will end up winning this game. Possibly by this time Tyler Heineke is starting and I like Tyler Heineke. From his one playoff start, I think that he has the potential to be an okay to solid quarterback, Jalen Hurts-esque. Which will then cycle nicely into the Week 17 matchup where he'll be facing Jalen Hurts. And I do think that he will, along with that Washington team, be able to beat the Eagles. I mean, as I've made clear, not the biggest fan of the Eagles this year. But they would get one win out of Washington, and I think that's an accomplishment for the Eagles, who they might not say that they're in a rebuild phase, but they definitely are. They need to start revamping that team and focus on their future more than anything. Then Week 18 against the Giants. I think the Washington ends up losing this game. I think that giant the Giants will be kind of just playing to try and Daniel Jones might still be starting. Who knows? They might pull him if he's not performing well. But if the Giants, as you'll hear in a little bit, that they are one of those teams that I'm very up in the air about. They have a solid team around Daniel Jones. But I'm not 100. The big issue for me is Daniel Jones in himself. Is he going to have a good year or is he going to have a bad year? Uh, For that, I am just going to give the Giants this one win, which would bring the Washington football team to a 10-7 record, which and a number one seed in the NFC East. So definitely not a bad season for Washington. Who knows? I know Ron Rivera said that he is not interested in bringing in Cam Newton, but I would not be shocked if they bring in Cam. I think that Cam Newton would be a better quarterback than Ryan Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick. Sorry, I'm so used to saying Fitzmagic. 
But with that being said, it will completely depend on how this team plays, and I think that they have the potential to be very dangerous in the NFC. When we return, we will be breaking down the second seed in the NFC East. East. When we return after this. Welcome back. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. Now, we are going to be getting into the two seed for the NFC East, which is a team that might be a little shocking to some, but it is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles I have going in to the season, even though I'm not 100% certain about Jalen Hurts, not the biggest fan of him as a player thus far, I do believe that he could potentially be pretty solid quarterback I, i'm not sure to be honest he he scares me but he also intrigues me at the same time so heading into week one i have them going to atlanta and losing to the falcons and what will be a close game i could see them even potentially winning this game because as i've said before as a falcon fan i know the falcons are choke artists and for that reason i could see the Eagles potentially pulling off an upset, but as of right now, I have the Falcons winning that game. Week 2 versus the 49ers, there's not a chance in hell the Eagles win this game. 49ers, as I've already said, I have as a team that could be very dangerous in the NFL-NFC side of the ball, or NFC side, and with that, I can't put the Eagles as winning this game. Week 3 at Dallas, I do have them beating the Cowboys at Dallas, and it's mainly because the fact that I don't know where Dak Prescott is, especially with when I did these predictions, that it was right after Dak had sustained his shoulder injury, and he's still dealing with his, I mean, he he's fine, he's coming back from the uh, foot injury, or the ankle injury, but he's still going to be dealing with it a little bit. Will he be seeing ghosts around his ankles? And that's why I have the Eagles beating the Cowboys week three. Week four versus the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning this game. Chiefs being a super team in the NFL. I don't think there's really any chance that the Eagles have at beating the Chiefs, even with, even if, Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing in the game, to be honest. Week 5 at the Carolina Panthers. I do have them being the Panthers, but I've said before, I think the Panthers could be good. The Panthers are a team that I'm very up in the air about. I could see the Panthers winning this game, too, because they, they overall do have a good team around them. Matt Rule has assembled a very good team and I just need to see more from Sam Darnold before I can say that they're going to be a potential playoff team. So they do beat the Panthers week five. 
week six versus the Buccaneers, they lose. That that's a super team, as I've explained before. They are not beating Tom Brady. Week seven against the Raiders at Las Vegas. This is going to be an incredibly close game. I do believe that Jalen Hurts will be able to pull off the win for the Raiders and kind of cement himself as the permanent starter for the season. The Eagles, of course, traded for Gardner Minshew, who I actually believe could be the potential successor to Jalen Hurts, but... I think that they will end up upsetting the Raiders in Las Vegas and that will help keep Jalen Hurts in at the quarterback position. Week 8 versus the Detroit Lions. This is going to be a close game. I'm not a fan of either the Eagles or the Lions, but I do have the Eagles winning this game because of the same issues I've said in previous episodes about the Lions having... A lack of talent on their team. Then week nine against the Los Angeles Chargers. I have the Eagles losing this game as Justin Herbert is head and shoulders above Jalen Hurts. The Chargers have a more built team around Justin Herbert compared to Jalen Hurts and the team that he has around him. While I have said before that I do believe in Devontae Smith as being a potential dog for the Eagles at the wide receiver position, I need to see more until, and I need him to prove that to me. Uh, I do believe in him, though. He won the Heisman for a reason. I think that he'll be able to step into the Eagles and hopefully be what they hope he will be um, for that team. But with that being said, the LA Chargers win that game. Week 10 at Denver. I have them losing to the Broncos only because Denver is an incredibly hard place to play. And like I've said before, if the Broncos had a better quarterback, they would be in Super Bowl conversations. Uh, With that, I think that the Broncos have, with either Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, either equal to Jalen Hurts or slightly under Jalen Hurts' ability. So because of that, I do have the Denver Broncos winning that game. Week 11 versus the Saints. This is one I'm incredibly up in the air on, mainly because the Saints do have the potential to be a very good team this year. Although I don't, it won't show in the predictions. They're one of the teams, the NFC South in general, all those teams, minus the Buccaneers, I'm very up in the air about. Uh, it will pu- or it will definitely depend on how who's at quarterback and how well they're performing. But I do have the Eagles beating the New Orleans Saints. Week 12 at the Giants. I have them losing to the Giants. I think the Giants play the Eagles very hard. And quite frankly, I think that 
the NFC East is one of those divisions, just like I said with the South, is kind of a division that's kind of always up in the air. You never know what's going to happen with the NFC East. Like Everyone's anticipating the Washington football team to be a tremendous football team this year. But for all we know, they could lay, fall flat on their face and be at the bottom of the rankings for the NFC East. So with that being said, though, the, the Giants have always played the Eagles very hard. They've played everyone in their division very hard for the most part. And because of that, I do have the Giants winning at home against the Eagles. Week 13 at the Jets. I've said before, I believe in Zach Wilson. I think that Zach Wilson is the future for the Jets. But the Jets lack talent on their team. Uh, I was working at the Packers versus, or Packers-Jets preseason game. And the Jets had their first team defense facing the Packers' second team offense. And they were struggling against the second team offense. And because of that, I do not believe in the Jets team this season. And it's a big reason why I have the Eagles winning this game. Which means heading into week 14, which is their bye week, the Eagles will be 6-7, and seven, which for an Eagles team that has a new head coach, I think that's a solid start for a team who I believe is in a rebuild process. Uh, then after week 14, after the bye week, week 15, I think that they will face the Washington football team and win in large part due to Fitzmagic isn't going to last forever. As I've said before, he kind of dies out here and there. And also, they're coming out of a bye week. They're at home. The Eagles crowd's going to be loud to face the division rival. They will still be in the playoff hunt. I think that that will be a main reason why they beat the Washington football team. Week 16 against the Giants. I have them beating the Giants here. I think that they it's they're at home again. Both teams play each other very hard. I could just see the Eagles beating the Giants in this position. And while I think that it's I think it's nearly guaranteed that the Eagles and Giants both win one of their two matchups like both of them do. Uh and that's a main key component for why I think that they will, the Eagles will end up winning at home, which at that point will have them an eight and eight record and a potential playoff contender in the hunt. Now, week seventeen, when they face the Washington football team in Washington, this is where it's going to come downhill for Washington. I have them or for. Philadelphia, I think that Washington's going to win this game and kind of cement themselves as the favorite for the NFC East. Uh, The Eagles, Jalen Hurts, I think that people will be kind of still up in the air about Jalen Hurts. And every season, there's always that one team who has a quarterback that Everyone's up in the air about either someone hates the the quarterback or someone likes the quarterback. I feel like Jalen Hurts is going to be that quarterback this year. 
and then week 18 going up against Dallas, I think the Cowboys end up beating the Eagles to finish out the season, uh, leaving a lot of questions for the Eagles on whether or not they will end up drafting a quarterback or training up to draft a quarterback or riding it out with Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew for another year to see, hey, do they really have anything in the court in at the quarterback position? Um with that, like I said, Eagles eight and ten record for the season, finishing second in the division in the NFC East. When we return, we will be breaking down the number three seed in the NFC East when we return after this. Welcome back. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Bell. Now, we're going to be breaking into the, or cracking into the three seed of the NFC East, which is the team that I believe, which I, if my brother's listening to this episode, he's probably already annoyed that I don't have the Cowboys as the one or the two seed. And I'm sorry, Mike, but you're going to be waiting even longer because I have the New York Giants as the three seed. The Giants head into the season hoping to see if Daniel Jones is their future at quarterback something that is, of course, up in the air. They have a good team around him right now. They have good coaching around him. This is truly the make-or-break year for Daniel Jones. And they they start off the season in or against the Broncos, and I have the Giants beating the Broncos. As of right now, it would be an upset if the Giants beat the Broncos. Uh my main reason for this is I'm not sure how much I trust Teddy Bridgewater in a quarterback. I trust Drew Locke more than Teddy Bridgewater. The There's people who, there's members of the front office of the Broncos that were a part of the Minnesota Vikings when they drafted Teddy Bridgewater, so they're high on Bridgewater. And that's the main reason I feel Bridgewater is going to be or is starting. Granted, he didn't have a bad preseason by any means. But I just believe more in the Giants' revamped team in the Week 1 matchup. Week 2 at Washington. The Giants' offense with Daniel Jones. I don't trust Daniel Jones enough to beat that good of a defense. So the Giants lose to Washington. Week 3 against the Falcons. I have the Giants losing to the Falcons. Uh, Again, with the Giants, even though I believe in their revamped team, I'm going to need to see it a little bit. They're going to need to prove it to me that it's going to work. And because of that, I have them losing to the Falcons. Week four against the Saints, I have them losing to the Saints. I think Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, as of right now, based on what I saw last season, 
are both better quarterbacks than Daniel Jones. Uh, granted, we'll be able to see Daniel Jones' pr- true potential since he now has all of his weapons back or new weapons in the building for him. But I just trust the Saints and Sean Payton a little bit more than Daniel Jones. Week five again or in Dallas. I have the Giants beating the Cowboys in Dallas. Dallas and New York always play each other very hard. And every time I've picked the Cowboys to win at home in uh against the Giants, it seems like they always upset me and disappoint me and they lose. And that's why I have the Giants winning this game. Week 6 at the Los Angeles Rams. I have them losing. The Rams are borderline a super team. Uh, They're traveling. Even though the Rams are traveling across, across country. I still believe in the Rams more. With Aaron Donald. Jalen Ramsey. With. That defense, who statistically ranked number one last year, going up against a Giants offense that, while is revamped, still needs to prove themselves. And it's a main reason why I have the Rams beating the New York Giants in Week 6. Week 7, again, Sam Darwin needs to prove it to me. I think that the... Giants end up squeaking by no more by th- by only three points. And that totally pe- depends on Sam Darnold. If Sam Darnold looks good, then I believe that the Panthers will win this game. A lot of the Panthers' season will depend on how Sam Darnold looks. And while a lot of the Giants' season will depend on how Daniel Jones looks, I believe more in Sam Darnold than Daniel Jones. But with that, I do think that the Giants will just be able to squeak by since I do, I've already seen Daniel Jones in uh, the New York Giants system, and I haven't really seen anything of Sam Darnold in the Carolina Panthers system. Week 8 at the Kansas City Chiefs. They're facing a super team. That's a loss. Week 9 versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Although I don't trust the Raiders, I think John Gruden will be able to run the ball down the Giants' throat a little bit with Josh Jacobs. Adding to that, this could be a game where Henry Ruggs potentially breaks out and shows why he was worth the draft capital that the Vegas Raiders gave up, and that is why I have the Raiders beating the New York Giants in this Week 9 matchup. Week 10 is the Giants' bye week, which means heading in to the bye week, the Giants will be 3-6. and six. Week 11, coming out of the bye week, facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a super team. 
not a chance that the Giants win against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Week 12 versus the Eagles. I do have the Giants winning this game at home. The Giants play their rivals very hard. And I believe, like I said with the Eagles segment, that the Eagles and Giants will both win and lose one of the two divisional matchups. Week 13 at the Miami Dolphins. I have the Giants losing to the Dolphins. The Dolphins were a playoff caliber team last year that just missed out on the playoffs. I trust Brian Flores a little bit more. Tua Tagovailoa, I think, will be a very good quarterback for the Dolphins this year. And if he's not, who knows? May the Dolphins trade for Deshaun Watson. So the Dolphins I have winning this game in Week 13. Week 14 at the Los Angeles Chargers. I have the Giants losing to the Chargers. They're traveling across country to face one of the best teams in the AFC, I believe, this year in the Chargers, who have Justin Herbert, the Rookie of the Year, and a healthy team. I think the Chargers will probably have one of their healthier years, one of their healthiest years in the past 10 years, actually. Then Week 15 versus the Cowboys. I have the Giants winning again against the Cowboys. Uh, you know, they played the Cowboys very hard, and while I like the Cowboys this season, I just, I don't trust Mike McCarthy at all. I put a little bit of trust in Dan Quinn, and it's only because he was the Falcons head coach. Um, but because of that, I, I, that, that's not a good enough reason for me to have the Cowboys beat the Giants, so the Giants win both games against the Cowboys. Week 16 at the Philadelphia Eagles. I have them losing. Philly's a hard place to play. Going into Philly, a rival, I think. Like I said, Eagles and Giants will both win one of the two matchups, and the Eagles get their matchup or their win here week 17 at Chicago I think Justin Fields will be firmly cemented as the future of the NFC North at the quarterback position by this time and that is a main the main reason why I have the Chicago Bears beating the New York Giants in the week 17 matchup the week 18 matchup against the Washington football team. I could see them winning, and it's only because they're going to be trying to spoil playoff chant or hopes for Washington. Uh, but then again, it's going to be a hard game. That is going to be a close game <clears throat> no matter what. And I'd say if they win, it is going to be by one to three points at the very max because I think that Washington will either be playing for 
a playoff spot or they'll be playing for better seating in the playoffs. And with that being said, that would bring the Giants record to 6-11, and 11, which will probably end the Daniel Jones era with the New York Giants. Uh, and I think after this season that the Giants will probably be looking for a new quarterback either via free agency or the draft. When we return, we will be breaking down the fourth seed of the NFC East, which by now we know is the Dallas Cowboys, and explaining a little bit why we have them landing in at the number four spot. Welcome back to the final segment of the NFC East predictions season predictions for the 2021 football season we're going to dive right into the fourth seed which as we all know by now is the dallas cowboys starting off with week one at tampa bay buccaneers this is a spoiler alert if you didn't realize i do have the buccaneers winning this game uh i would put I would bet a lot of money on the Buccaneers to win this game. Uh, even with the fun little facts about this game with the Cowboys and Tom Brady, you know, such as the Cowboys are 0-5 against Tom Brady for his career. But the Cowboys are also undefeated facing Super Bowl champs week one. That being said, I think that Tom Brady is going to get that win for the Buccaneers. I don't think the Cowboys have enough the team around Dak at the moment, especially with their offensive line. Zach Martin is out, who is really their only good offensive lineman. I know that Cowboys fans will say, oh, we have Tyron Smith. Tyrone Smith is not what Tyrone Smith was five, six years ago. He is not quite a shell of himself, but he is not as good as what he once was. That's a big reason why I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning that game. Add to the fact they're a super super team. Then heading to week two against the Los Angeles Chargers. I have the Chargers winning this game. The Chargers, I think, have a better team built around Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm still a little concerned with Dak Prescott and his injuries and how he will perform. Ezekiel Elliott last year did not perform well. I don't think I, I don't think he'll be as bad as last year, but I don't think he's going to be a top five running back this year either I don't think he will be a top 10 I think that quite frankly the Cowboys contract with him was a bit of a mistake week three against the Philadelphia Eagles I have the Cowboys winning this game uh they play their rivals hard the the entire NFC East plays each other incredibly hard which 
I know you could say about all divisions, but there's a reason the East is always like a dumpster fire division. And certain people that I know would say, oh, that's because we all or we're always just losing close games and like we're really like one of the best teams or our teams are really the best teams in the NFC and that's not true the NFC East is a dumpster fire of a division and they always play each other hard because it's late one dumpster fire facing another dumpster fire who will win uh week four one dumpster fire team facing another dumpster fire team week four against the Carolina Panthers again this game will really depend with how Sam Donald is performing I think the Panthers could have the potential to be a very good team this year I do also think the Cowboys have potential to be a good team this year although it might not sound like it from what I've been saying thus far they do have the potential um but Sam, it'll depend on how Sam Donald plays at the same time until I see what Sam Donald can do. I'm giving the Cowboys this win. Week 5 against the Giants. I have them losing to the Giants. Same reasons I said in the previous segment uh, where I talked about the Giants season. Giants played the Cowboys very hard and I feel like usually the Giants end up playing them a little bit or playing a little harder than the Cowboys do in those matchups. Week 6 at the Patriots, I have them losing against Bill Belichick. The Patriots have completely revamped their team. Cam Newton is now gone, and I'm not sure if I 100% believe in Mac Jones. Uh, He did look very solid during the preseason, um, but I and I, I just can't have Mike McCarthy, that head coach, go and face Bill Belichick and beat Bill Belichick, any Bill Belichick-led team. I think that this was last year's team for the Patriots. I think I would still have the Patriots winning, mainly because Mike McCarthy is not the best head coach in the NFC East, um, I would actually probably have him as the number four ranked head coach, and he's the main reason why I have the Cowboys doing as bad as they do. That coaching staff, while I do like Dan Quinn, I lady, I like him just because he's a a former Falcons coach. Uh, as we know, the Seahawks defensive scheme is not what it once was. It's not something that teams really want on their team, and that's what Dan Quinn will probably be running uh, in Dallas. Thus far, that's what he's shown in the preseason. So with that, I have the Patriots winning that game, which means heading into Week 7, the Cowboys will be 2-4. and four. Week 8 at the Vikings... Now, I do have them in this prediction beating the Vikings. Uh, This will be a very close game. Mike McCarthy has familiarity with the Minnesota Vikings. Dak Prescott should, by this time, be healthy. They're coming off of a bye week. 
I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think that the Cowboys just squeak one out of the Vikings. Week 9 against the Denver Broncos. Said before, Broncos are... If, if they had a better quarterback, they would be a Super Bowl contender. And because of that, I have... Or, but because they uh, don't have a good quarterback, you would think that, hey, maybe the, the Cowboys win this game. But no, I think that whether it's Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, I think they'll be able to beat the Cowboys defense. I mean, the Cowboys... Highest paid defender and um, D Law is quite frankly been very underwhelming over the past couple of years, and nothing from the preseason has or training camps have shown or told me that he will be anything different than what he has been the past couple of years. So. I have the Broncos winning that game. Week 10 versus the Falcons. I do have the Cowboys beating the Falcons in the uh, prediction board. Um, Cowboys won last year, and it was only because the Falcons choked. And I do think the Falcons got better. I also think that the Cowboys got better. I think that they that them getting Keanu Neal from the Falcons will help. The will help the, the Cowboys with understanding the Falcons a little bit more. I also think that the Falcons will be able to understand Keanu Neal and expose Keanu Neal's weaknesses during that game. This will be a very close game, and I would not be shocked if it goes either way, but as of right now, I do have the Cowboys beating the Falcons in Week 10. Week 11 at the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going up against the Super Team. Going on. Week 12 uh, against the Raiders. I have the Raiders beating the Cowboys. And it's because I think that Josh Jacobs is going to run up and down the field on the Cowboys. Uh, Even though I'm not a big fan of the uh, Raiders for this season, I think that I am a fan of Josh Jacobs. I think that Derek Carr has enough weapons around him to be able to exploit the Cowboys' weak secondary and just be able to barely win in that Week 12 matchup. Week 13 against the Saints. I have the the Cowboys losing to the Saints as well. Uh, I think Sean Payton... Sean Payne's definitely a better head coach than Mike McCarthy. Uh, coaching is going as a major key component against the Cowboys for this season. Uh, like I said, why I like Dan Quinn, he's running a Seattle scheme that no one likes running anymore because it does it's not effective. Everyone knows how to exploit it. And Sean Payton, who's one of the best offensive coaches this in the NFL and that the NFL has ever seen will definitely be able to exploit the Cowboys defense and it's a main reason why 
I have the Saints winning, whether they have Taysom Hill at quarterback or Jameis Winston. Week 14 against the Washington football team at Washington. I have them losing to Washington. Defense wins championships. I've talked about Washington this and their defense so much. I can't have the Cowboys beating that that defense. Because I think that the Washington offense is also better than the Cowboys defense. And I'd say that the Cowboys offense is probably just slightly underneath the Washington defense. Then week 15 against the New York Giants at New York. I think that the Cowboys could win this game. Uh, it will be close. Like I said, it these two teams play each other very hard. I, I would not be shocked if the Giants do run the table on the around the Cowboys and just go 2-0 against them, but I am going to give the Cowboys a win here. Week 16 against the Washington football team. I'm giving the Cowboys the win only because they're at home. It's the only reason. Also, I feel like by this point, Mike McCarthy could potentially be fired for a very underwhelming team performance or something will just change to the point where they'll be like, hey, we, we need to do something. And either Mike McCarthy, in my opinion, will be fired or he'll be fighting for his job for the following season and they will pretty much just win that game barely. Uh, and for those people who think that Mike McCarthy is not going to be playing for his job this year, I don't think they would have brought in Dan Quinn, who was just a head coach with another team, unless they thought that maybe Mike McCarthy couldn't get it done as the head coach. So, week 17 against the Cardinals. Cardinals win this game. Cardinals have a better team built around Kyler Murray than what Dak has built around him. Both of them suffer from a lack of an offensive line. I'd say that the Cowboys probably have a slightly... Actually, I'm not going to say the Cowboys have a better offensive line. I'm going to say that the Cardinals do only because they are more average across the board while... The Cowboys have Zach Martin, who is an all-pro, one of the best guards in the game. Um, I'm not going to say the best guard. Quint that belongs to Quentin Nelson, but definitely one of the best guards in the game. And they still have Tyrone Smith, who is solid, in my opinion. But outside of those two players, they have nothing. The Cardinals have solid offensive linemen, but not good anywhere across the board. And that's the only reason why I have them winning this game. Again, this could be a game where the Cowboys win uh, because by this point, I could see Kyler Murray knock on wood, made battling through an injury. But for right now, I have to give the Cardinals the win. And then week 18 at Philadelphia, 
I think that the Eagles end up winning this game. Uh, Philly's, of course, a hard place to play for one. Two, this will be the game where it's fully cemented that, oh, maybe Jalen Hurts is the future at quarterback. Um, And they'll ride it out one more year, possibly with Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew or both of them. But with that being said, that would put the Cowboys record at 6-11 for the season, which is definitely not something that Cowboys fans want to hear. My main reason for such a low record is because I don't believe in Mike McCarthy. And while I like Dan Quinn, it's only because he's the Falcons head coach. I really don't like his... Playbook. I mean, the Fal- the Falcons had one of the worst defenses every year in the NFL under Dan Quinn, who's a defensive-minded head coach. And the, his best year was or the best year was in 2016 and 2017. But that was merely because of how good of a draft Thomas Dimitrov had with drafting players like Vic Beasley. Tack McKinley when they were both very good, or well, very solid. Vic Beasley that you led the league in sacks. They drafted Keanu Neal, or no, they 2017 is when they drafted Tack McKinley, but they had drafted Keanu Neal, Deion Jones, um, they had the Collins kid out of LSU, the cornerback who dealt with PED suspensions but was still a very solid start. They had a good team around Dan Quinn and who knows he might be able to do something with the Cowboys defense they have a pretty solid to good defense but I just need to see it first before I make them any higher than a 6-8-11 team with that being said that does bring us to the end of the NFC East uh, predictions and if you heard or if you recall correctly I do have Tampa Bay beating the Dallas Cowboys tonight for the season opener in Tampa Bay. Uh, That is the end of this episode. I hope you guys come back and join us for the NFC South, which will be released a little later. Until then, I hope you guys have a great night, or if you don't decide to stay with us, I will see you again tomorrow. Uh, Hopefully. Uh, With that being said, though, have a good one and enjoy football being back.